Welcome to All Cats Are Gray in the Dark. I'm your host, April Simmons. This podcast contains true cases of graphic violent crimes and other stories of a dark nature. Please be advised that due to the subject matter and violent, sometimes sexual content and obscene language, this podcast is not for children or the faint of heart. Come I hit the button. Pull the string. <laughs> that's terrible we had to switch mics right quick we had some technical difficulties but here we are they just called me it's me it's my fault (laughs) it's always my fault yes i assume that you just spit all over the mic and that's why it stopped working very highly possible are y'all ready for part two about creepy kids kids are creepy just in time for Halloween, we got creepy kid stories for you. This one should be, I think, shorter than the other one, maybe. Yeah, we'll somehow make it too it's, long. Yes, we'll make it longer because we'll talk about something stupid. Yep. Because that's what we do. How long did we ramble about Lord of the Rings last episode? Yeah. We are like that. I like to think it's more entertaining for the other people, but most people hate that. (laughs) Yeah. They're like, we don't want to hear about your lives. We want to hear about murder. (laughs) Yep. Yep. All right. You read first this time. I did. I started last time. Yep. So this one is just really short and sweet stories about creepy kids. Um, from like Twitter and stuff that I found interesting. I love reading these because they freak me out still. <laughs> it doesn't even have to be like an urban legend. Just one teeny snippet of a frightening child story and I'm, I'm done. All right. Uh, when my younger sister was five, she had what we thought was an imaginary friend named Jessica. She always said that Jessica and her mom were walking down the street in front of our house. My sister also told us that Jessica and her mom used to live where we did. One day, my sister told our family the name of the mom. When the mail arrived the next day, there was a letter to the mom of Jessica, the imaginary friend. To this day, my sister says that she still remembers how she looked. Wow. No, thanks. Mm-mm. I'm good on that. Next story. Walking with my two-year-old in a cemetery by our house. Well, that never ends well. she says mommy who's that man in the red jacket by the stone house she pointed to a mausoleum there was no one else in the cemetery he's waving at me she waved back he's coming over to talk no Mm -mm. (laughs) it just makes me think i think we've talked about the story with nancy at the cemetery and thomas but that's what it made me think of i thought his name was henry why am i i don't know i don't honestly it could be i've just forgotten at this point um All right, next one. Uh, Back in the day, my younger brother used to tell us about his other grandparents and the blue house they used to live in. After always telling him he was making it up, he told our mother he could bring her there, so we went for a drive. And this five-year-old little psycho gave her turn-by-turn directions for close to 45 minutes. We ended up four to five towns away at a dead-end street with an abandoned blue house. 
Mm. I mean, really, he could have just been fucking around and like, shit, finally there's a fucking blue house, Jesus. <laughs> no, right. <laughs> but how weird is that? That he's just like, turn here, turn here, turn here. And here's the house. Like, whoa, okay. <laughs> no. Creepy. The next story, I was hiking alone in the woods with my son, who was seven. It was eerie quiet. Out of nowhere, he says, the woods demands a sacrifice. Get out. Eat the kid. 1991. Worked at a pediatrician's office, screening a five-year-old for therapy. He lived in the country. No friends. Homeschooled. Parents had no TV. Mid-screening, he looks at me and says, your brother saved my life in Desert Storm. I went cold and pale because my brother was in Iraq. Mm. So that one doesn't exactly explain it. I'm assuming he was also in Desert Storm, maybe. Um, Or maybe in a Desert Storm. I I don't know. (laughs) But it, it is a little weird. Kids are creepy. The end. Yep. That's the title of the episode. No, I had to pause for a second because uh, it just reminded me, you know, my husband and I do cra- like a lot of crafting and weird, weird experiments with toys that we have laying around because that's what we, our business is. So we have stuff that's actually just laying around and stuff. So he decides he's going to experiment with some teddy bears. It's never started. I know. I know. So today he tried to just use some like real, we have some like really good scissors that we can never find. But anyway, everybody has that, right? That's frightening. Um, But he tried with the scissors and was, he was like, no, this is going to be too messy or whatever. I need something else. And I said, it really need like a doll guillotine or something. (laughs) And he's like, yeah, yeah, like one that's the right size for a baby. So he started to Google and he's like, probably wouldn't be a good idea for me to Google baby guillotine. I'm like, no, you're going to have the FBI at our door like <laughs> tomorrow. <laughs> I'm like, please don't Google baby guillotine. <laughs> anyway, that's, that's yikes. Yeah. I was like, yeah, don't, don't Google baby guillotine i was like google doll or bear or yeah or miniature guillotine like something (laughs) and we did find something that we think was going to work they have a bagel guillotine on amazon just so you guys know (laughs) so that may be what we use i'm not sure yet bagel guillotine it's a thing i had to mute myself for a second because i just habitually grab the chip and dip and oh, put it okay. in my mouth and I was like I stopped myself before the first crunch I was like shit we're recording I can't eat this chip right now <laughs> I just wish I could eat it all yeah. like, I'm having problems with that anyway the next story as a child I woke up in the middle of the night to a tall man at my bed rubbing my leg that could be a real dude though I was afraid yeah. to scream. My parents never believed me, but my older brother fit the description. He died before I was born. I slept in his room and his old toys would often light up by themselves. Well, that's creepy. Yeah. Still no thanks to yeah. all of that. Yeah. 
When my daughter was two, I found her under the table with mine, one of my husband's old children's books, turning pages as if she were being read to. I asked her what she was doing. She said, reading with grandma. My husband's mother had died two years before she was born, and it was her book. No thanks. Yeah. My dad died a day after his birthday. So on his birthday, we were all sitting and sad. My niece, four years old, walks to my mom's and said, Grandpa's here and says, don't cry. His heart is sore, too. She had never met him. Mom asked, how does he look? She said, like Annie Maple. Yes, I am a copy of my dad. I'm assuming that's the person that they're talking yeah. about. Okay. It was just written kind of confusing. I was like, yeah, mm. I guess when you're tweeting a small amount of characters, yeah. you do what you can. <laughs> All right. On several occasions, my son referred to the guy in our old house. He's like big. He's big like daddy, but it's not daddy. He tell me guy was standing in the dark hallway after no talk of it for several months, one day he suddenly looked up at the ceiling and whispered, Guy is back. On the ceiling? No. Yeah. no. I don't know what it is. Yeah, just any time you're talking about like a ceiling of a room or something, I'm out. Just burn the house. Burn the house <laughs> down. Get out. Burn the house down. <laughs> when my niece was seven, she asked us why we were keeping all the dead grandmas in the attic. And then she laughed. Um, <laughs> I love the ones like that that are short and sweet, but damn. What are the dead grandmas doing in the attic? Whoa. <laughs> Where are they? Are they Holocaust No, survivors? do we need to go send somebody? Or not do we survivors? have another Dahmer somewhere? Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. Uh, when my son was three, he started singing a Polish nursery rhyme that my husband's grandmother used to sing to all the babies in the family. She passed away before my son was born. We don't speak or sing Polish. Wow. Okay. The next one's kind of long because it's yeah. several tweets. Ooh, another one. My kid's BFF started saying, I'm a boy the second she could talk. Very upset and agitated. Her mom thought she might be trans, started breeding up on it. Then one day, I'm not a boy now. I was a boy. And then starts sobbing, I miss my sister. As her language skills improved, she explained further, I'm a boy. My sister takes care of me. We walk to work at the factory every day where they make buttons. We speak Spanish, and then I'm dead. I'm dead. Sobbing. Nightmares, night terrors. My friend is in a panic. What is wrong? And then I'm dead because I got hit by a car. I was walking to the factory with my sister. The car hit me. It was dusty. I was dead on the dusty road. I miss my sister. Okay. Yep. Get Another past life story. Reincarnation, kind of. yeah. <clears throat> yeah, a lot of these sound like reincarnation, but it doesn't stop it from being creepy kids. Yeah. <laughs> when my daughter was two, we were walking above a creek and stopped to look at it. She stared at it silently and then pointed and said, I died in there. Okay. But, you know, you have to question sometimes language skills there. It's like, does she mean like, she imagined that happening like you know like yeah. You yeah a lot of kids it's just uh, it's imagination and verbiage but and some of its parents just fucking lying oh yeah no <laughs> but still creepy i've had even if these tweets aren't real i've ca i've had kids that have actually told me like you know my 
flat out told me that their parents lied about them on social media and stuff. Yeah. So I'm like, whoa, okay. I didn't ask for that information, but thank you. <laughs> I can tell your tweets about Nancy are real because it's usually half nonsensical. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're rewording it to make her sound like a genius. It's like I don't know. In fact, a lot of things she said were mean, so I'm I'm calling accuracy on that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like she used to tell me how fat I was and stuff, but then she said some really nice things too. So it's like I don't it's a mixed bag with her. Yeah. Um, like the fact that, well, today's was ju- just like, you're my best friend forever and never and never and never. <laughs> I'm like, is that a good thing or a bad thing? I can't figure it out. Like, I don't know if it's good or bad, but whatever. <laughs> she was like two. So, you know, but it was in my memories from today. So I had to share it. Yeah. Um, whose turn is it? Is it? It's yours, number 14, I believe. Okay. A kid I babysat once asked me to play in the basement, and when we were down there playing, he said, when they put you in a box and nobody can hear you, nobody can hear you down here either. Then he bit me. <laughs> okay. That, yeet the whole child. <laughs> That's another one of those cases. <laughs> it's like certain cases, I'm like, all right, something's wrong with that kid. They're going to grow up to be a domer. Yeah. Just saying. Well, anyway, <laughs> right. my aunt died when my niece was a month old. When she was like three or four, she asked to go outside and swing, so I took her. Other swing was moving, but I thought it was the wind. My niece started talking to it. I asked who she was talking to, and she said Annie Mae Adams, which was the aunt that died. Mm putting my half-brother down for a nap he goes i can't sleep with that mean little boy staring at me points to the dark closet we didn't take a nap and went to the beach instead (laughs) is it the kid with no eyes i don't know man just no uh once when my daughter was four she was waiting for me at the end of the hallway when i reached her i said come on kiddo let's go and she said mom i'm not waiting for you i'm waiting for them and then pointed at the empty hallway and smiled again it could just be fun imaginary friend type stuff but hmm. woke up in the dead of night in total darkness thought someone had called for me but all was quiet didn't notice that my three-year-old had crept in and was standing directly beside my bed until he whispered into my ear i used to have a train set when i was a grandpa okay God, Nancy used to do that shit to me. I started locking her ass out of my bedroom. Once she was old enough to kind of not take care of herself at three and four year old, but definitely not really need me in the middle of the night, you know? Um, I started locking her out because she would come, like, we had a king-size bed, and so she would climb up to the, like, baseboard of it and just be standing there staring at me, like, three inches from my face. And that's how I would wake up. I would wake up because I was being stared at. Yeah. Or some nights I would just wake up because I knew I was being stared at and she was just standing in the doorway. And you could just see because she had turned on like a hallway light or something and she was just standing silhouette in the doorway. She never really said anything creepy, but that in itself was creepy enough for me. I had to look up something because it just made me think of it. Okay. (laughs) 
I'm going to recommend this time before we get to the end because I'll forget. <laughs> I watched recently um, a movie called We Need to Talk About Kevin, and it's about having a basically psychotic kid. Hmm. Um, and it's Tilda Swinton as the mom. And oddly enough, John C. Riley as the dad, um, which I never imagined John C. Riley in a serious movie like this, but it is. Yeah. And it's really uncomfortable to watch. Like, I don't know if I could have put up with as much as she did. Like, she put up with a whole lot of psycho crap from this kid. And ironically, it's played by Ezra Miller. Or the older, the teenage version of him is played by Ezra Miller. Um, Hmm. And which, if you know, he's got a lot of bad publicity going on. Because he's not a very good person, apparently. Yeah. But... Anyway, yeah, I, I recommend that if you can handle psycho kids, basically, because it's really fucked Probably up. Probably not, movie. but, you know. It's a really right. fucked up movie, just in time for Halloween. Have yeah. fun with that. And come back, when you, come back when you want to talk about how uncomfortable it was to watch. Because hmm. you're like, I don't care if I was that kid's mother. I would be like, this kid got to go. Like, yeah. uh, mm-mm. Anyway, you're turning in, I think. Yeah. Number 19 on this list that I created. Yeah. Uh, well, from bits and pieces of other people's lists. Um, all right. This one's a longer one. Uh, my mom told me about her cousin who died sort of young. The kid and his family went on a trip to some for- farmhouse out far from the town he lived in, Bogota, Colombia. And on the way there, he would ask his dad things like, how would you feel if I died? When they got to where they were going, they bought him some toy or whatever to play with just as a gift. And when they were going to leave, he said something along the lines of, wait, let me play first because I won't be able to tomorrow. The next morning they left, but they bought him binoculars too, also to play with on his way home. Then apparently he didn't say a word the entire time. He was looking out the window with the binoculars when the side he was sitting on got hit by a bus. It sounds fake, but I know people who were there, and this was told to me by the kid's own parents later on as well. Anyway, the binoculars got pushed into his face, and he died a couple of days later. After that, some family invited them to leave their town and come to them for a bit. While cleaning... I don't even know how that sentence was structured. Um... While cleaning, his mom was moving glass bottles the kid collected to later sell, but she noticed that in one of them there was a paper. It was a drawing. The kid drew out his death exactly down to the binoculars and bloody eyes and everything, and they still have the drawing. Wow. That's messed up. Yeah. Like, all right, where's the drawing? I want to see the picture. (laughs) Because I fucked up like that. (laughs) That, that, That story was just unsettling honestly yeah yeah um i had just bought my kid a white stuffed bunny his response was when i was your dad i got you one just like this and then you didn't see me anymore he's named after my dad who i didn't see for 12 years after he gave me the bunny we talked when i was 14 he died the next year wow your turn yeah, three-year-old alone in the bathtub, sitting to one side, starts getting visibly upset at nothing on her left side. Tell him I don't like that. Tell him to leave me alone. 
she starts crying uncontrollably he won't leave um and basically just said uh i got her out of the tub immediately yeah yeah i don't like that okay this lady says you died in the war or well it's the it's a tweet so read it how you will you died in the war with star spangled banner daddy the men in red killed you but then you came back he's four and apparently my husband was killed by the british in the war of 1812 (laughs) yeah that's random all right when i was around eight i woke up one night to a man in my closet He didn't say anything to me. He just looked at me forlornly and watched me sleep. A few weeks later, my mom told me about her brother who died before I was born. She showed me a picture, and it was the man from my closet. No thanks. Yeah. Get out of here, Uncle Steve. (laughs) Yeah. That'd be extra creepy. Or which one is the one that died in the well? Like her? No, it wasn't her. It was one of those names like that. It was George. George, yeah. Uncle George, get out of here. Someone very close to me passed away, and a few weeks ago, my almost four-year-old daughter, the man has been dead for three years, woke me up around 2 a.m. to tell me Darian was in her room laughing with her, and she couldn't sleep because he was too funny. Comforting, but... And then it's like a startled face, like... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yikes. All right. Me, my mom, and my niece were out shopping, and my mom picked out a dress, and my niece said, that would look nice if you wore it to a funeral. On her way home from the store, my mom got a phone call that her cousin had passed away, and she wore that exact dress to the funeral. No. No, thanks. No, no thanks. We'll not have any of that. And also, just since it's almost Halloween, go out and do a corn maze. Or a haunted house, whichever you're more comfortable with. I'm more comfortable with the maze. I don't like jump scares. I don't yeah. like atmosphere wise. I love something spooky, but I just jump scares I can't handle anymore. I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna poop myself in this haunted house. <laughs> like, no thanks. I don't want that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure nobody yeah. would want me pooping myself in the middle of a haunted house. So I actually prefer mazes because I can get lost. I just can't ever get my husband to go anymore because we went like once or twice and then he was just like okay i'm done with that i'm like i don't even know if they have any in maine corn maze in maine i mean they have a shit ton of orchards and stuff right like surely there is one somewhere but anyway so go out and find yourself a nice corn maze for halloween in honor of me because i think it's creep i think it's creepier Walking lost through some corn in the middle of the night because I, quite honestly, I love that. <laughs> like it's yeah. just, it is, it can get creepy. And we've had a couple of times where we literally thought we were never getting out. Like we were just like, oh dear God, we're never <laughs> making it out of here. We've been through the same way. I swear I saw that bent corn stalk over there 15 times already. Like, dear God, <laughs> we're going in circles. But I love it. I don't know why. It's very, yeah. It's very on brand for my Halloween and enjoyment. Nice. Um, 
we uh we finally watched black phone i know you talked about that oh yeah, yeah, yeah. quite a while ago like a couple of months I didn't really care. Like, it was good, but it wasn't, like, anything super special. The kid actors, like, the brother and sister were superb. That was, like, yeah. some, like, I don't know, the best thing I could think of was, like, super eight-level kid acting. I guess I just, it wasn't what I expected. I expected, like, a twist ending or something, and there really yeah. wasn't, because you, know you know who the killer is, like, right off the bat. Yeah. Um, it was just very different than a lot of the stuff that you see yeah. out there these days. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I can't, I liked it on that level. It wasn't my absolute favorite cause I've seen a thousand horror movies and that's right. Um, so uh, we're also just started midnight club, which is another Mike Flanagan joint. The guy that did midnight mass uh-huh. and fly house and all that stuff so that just got added on netflix so that's what we're watching this weekend okay well yeah then that's gonna come next well we're actually we're gonna we were we were going to we might have to switch out since it's so late i napped too long today but we're gonna watch mr harrigan's phone because i didn't realize black phone was joe hill and blumhouse Mm. and mr harrigan's phone is stephen king and i'm like it's movies about phones to you and king relations week i don't know <laughs> yeah um but we we're still doing our halloween roulette wheel we have a roulette wheel app that picks a scary movie for us to watch so we do that at least a couple of times per weekend just the because it's spoopy season like we're just yeah yeah um but we started midnight club since it's on on there and it's christopher pike i don't know if you remember christopher pike books uh but it's kind of like rl stein type of stuff but this is done by flanagan so it's a lot darker than probably you would expect yeah i'm not gonna lie i love everything flanagan everything flanagan has been like gold yeah i mean i've rewatched haunting of hill house like countless amounts of times at this point so so I'm excited. I didn't even know it was coming. So I will now watch it. Yes. We're like three episodes in or something like that. I, I, something like that. But I got to say that trigger warning, if you um, have problems with like, ter- like if any of your loved ones have had terminal cancer or, or other terminal illnesses, it's about a group home for kids that are dying, basically. So... Mm-hmm. Just so you guys know that going in, because I know that can be triggering for some people that have been through that kind of stuff. So just warning y'all about that. And that's not a spoiler. That's first episode stuff. Okay. (laughs) Like that's, that's in the synopsis. Yeah, the synopsis word. Um, So, but I just wanted to let y'all know up front before you go watch it. Like, don't get mad at me if you have a problem with that. Um. Anyway, I guess that's it. Have a happy Halloween, and we'll see you guys in November, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> when maybe. we'll be when we'll be talking about food because yeah. Thanksgiving will be coming. Yeah, up. except we'll be sad because we won't be together for our food. I don't. I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm getting food at all, <laughs> like because I have to work. Yeah. Anyway, so I don't even know if I'm getting a Thanksgiving period, and that really bums me out. I'm like, I'm going to sit here and cry while I work. Yeah, well, Nancy's more than likely going to her dad's for that entire week. So I probably 
Well, have we Thanksgiving. Tell her to bring me food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just going to beg her to bring me a plate of food from somewhere. Like, I don't yeah. even care where. Just bring me some food, some Thanksgiving related food. Um. Yep. Anyway, happy Halloween, guys. Enjoy your spoopy season. Yay. Bye. Spoopy. <laughs>